This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is part two of last week's episode of how to prepare for what you want before you get it. I had so much fun doing last week's episode because I feel that there's so much put into the promise and not enough put into the process that gets us to the promise. And the process is really where warriors are built, is where the victory is won, is where we're battle tested to be able to handle the mantles on our life. And so many of us want to skip the process, but we wouldn't even be able to handle the promise if we wouldn't have gone through the process. And so as we're talking about how to prepare for the life you want before you get it, understand that this isn't to speed up the waiting season, or this isn't to speed up the process so you can hurry up and get the promise, but it's to make the most of the season that you're in so that you can fully experience the fullness of what God has for you. And last week I I retold my story about how when I got saved, saved and made that covenant in my closet with God that I was going to do business and everything his way, how following his plan for my life was very difficult. I had to, like I said, I had to get off Tatum's bus and get on God's bus and commit to staying on his bus when the process was extremely painful. And one thing that I recognize now being on the other side of that part of my story is how important that waiting season was so much. So it's so crazy because when I first got into entrepreneurship, my goal was to be self-employed. After I got self-employed, the goal was to be to um, get a six-figure business. I wanted a six-figure business so bad. And then after that, I wanted the million-dollar business because my goal, and it still is my goal, is to be a millionaire before 30. And so I'm 28 now. I got two years to get there. But um, being a millionaire before 30 was a huge goal, is a huge goal for me too. But back then, it the goal was bigger than God. And um, what was so interesting to me is when I found out my business was a six-figure company, I didn't, I wasn't even paying attention. And I think my response to that milestone showed me how amazing God is, but also how amazing the process is because it's in the process before you get to that space to where you learn how to just be content with obeying God. And so around that time, when I found out that I had this six figure company, I didn't even realize it. We had just got off the tour and the tour was a huge leap of faith for me. If you guys are new here last year, we did the God is my CEO tour. And it's this, um, y'all know how Facebook do the little memories or whatever. And Facebook has been showing me like the memories of the tour because around this time last year we were in Chicago and I was like, I was looking at them things today. Like, man, I'm trying to go back to Chicago and go back to that pizza joint because that deep dish pizza was so good. (laughs) Anyway, 
Um, that was a huge, the, the tour was a huge faith move. When God told me to go on tour, I didn't know what was going on business wise. Like I was following him. I had no clue. Anchor media was not a thing yet. I had no clue what was going on. I just knew that God told me to go on tour. I didn't have any money to go on tour and things cost money. I'm signing contracts for venues with no money. Um, I brought Kavaya on board and I basically sold her a dream. I'm like, listen, girl, God told me because God placed Kavaya in my heart to go on tour. And so I called him like, look, God placed you on my heart. I'm doing this tour. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know. And at this, this time, it's like, I don't know where we're going. I don't know how many cities we're going to. I don't know how we're going to get there. But you try and go. like that. That's all I had for because that's all I knew. And she was like, okay. And, and we went to every city. No invoices went unpaid for the venues. We traveled. Four people traveling from city to city um, every single month. It was It was just next level faith. That was next level faith for me to be able to make the decision to follow God's plan and to go when it wasn't making sense. And after the tour was over, my husband, who is a CPA, is my accountant. And so who better to put in charge of my money than my better half, who also just happens to be a certified public accountant. It worked out perfectly. Shout out to God for sending me who I needed. But, um, my husband was going through the company's financials. And so we G chat on like Google throughout the day. Cause he's at his office. I'm at mine. And so he chatted me and was like, Hey, you crossed the six figure mark. I was like, what? And he sent me a screenshot of the uh, accounting software that he uses. And he sent it to me and I sat there and I looked at that screenshot for so long. And what was so crazy for me in that moment was I wasn't excited. The, the feel I was so stuck. Like I'm even tongue tied trying to explain it. I was so stuck and it wasn't because, oh, I made this amount of money or my business brings in this amount of money consistently. It was like, I wasn't even paying attention. And that's so against who I am naturally. I'm a very type A personality. I'm very on top of things. There, I don't, I don't miss nothing because I'm always into everything and just very meticulous and strategic, and sometimes borderline extra because of just my nature. But it was in my, it's in my process, and I, I don't want to say it was in my process because it's always a process. We go from glory to glory. You never really make it. You know, you just go from one to the next. And it's always a part of my process to make sure that I'm taming that side of myself so that I don't get ahead of God. And it was so wonderful for me because I was like, wow, I didn't even notice. I wasn't even checking the bank statements. I wasn't even looking at my bank account. I wasn't even tallying up to, oh, I'm at 80,000 this year. Oh, I'm at 90,000. Oh, 10 grand more to get to a hundred thousand. Like it wasn't even like that at all. I was not paying attention. I was so focused on doing what God had called me to do. I had no idea that God was giving me the desires of my heart at the same time. And then on top of that, I found out that I was pregnant right after the tour was over. And so here I am going from this season of being so frustrated because God told me to shut down all of my, my business. He told me to shut down the business period. And to just wait for him to tell me what to do next. He told me to shut down this podcast the way it was that it was working to change up, to do something different, to come on a microphone and talk about him. When I ain't nobody preacher, nobody pastor, nobody's anything. I'm just a a girl, a woman who decided that I was going to follow God and be uncompromising about it. And so I just obeyed what it is that he told me to do, despite how unqualified I felt to come on a microphone and speak what he tells me to speak because I thought somebody else had to lay their hands on me and tell me, okay, now you can go out and do what God called you to do. I didn't realize that I could just sit at my father's feet and obey him and not need man to validate me, but only need the Holy Spirit to empower me to go out and do what it is that he was calling me to do. And so it was so crazy for me because as I I left that season of the uncertainty of I was making all of these steps of faith. I had no idea what these yeses were going to build up to. And after finishing one of the biggest leaps of faith in my life, because it was, it's one thing to have the leap of faith that I was doing, shutting down my business. That was tough. 
but it wasn't tough like signing contracts where you you are contractually obligated to pay people thousands and thousands of dollars before a ticket is sold. That's that that type of faith hit different. Because if we didn't sell no tickets or didn't sell enough tickets, where was this money coming from? I had no clue. I ain't had no money at that time. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. I didn't have no business at the time. I had no way to figure it out. I just had a word from God and I decided to go anyway. So it was, I was already coming off the cusp of one of the biggest faith decisions of doing the tour and then seeing the result of being on the high of seeing the result from that. Like I had a vision before the tour that a lot of things, I just saw things falling off of people as a result of being at that tour. I saw people at the altar rededicating their life, giving things up. And that's what happened in every city. It was a supernatural experience. Every single city, the altar was full of people at the end when we did the altar call. People were on their face crying. The, the, the photographer is at the altar. He's supposed to be taking pictures, but he got so a drunk for lack of a better word with the Holy ghost. He had to stop in his tracks. The, 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 um, people who work for the hotel are in the room. Like, what is this? Like, who is she? What's going on because of what's happening in that room. And, and me again, feeling unqualified to go coming off of this experience to where God used somebody like me, God used somebody like Kavaya people who just decided to say yes to him to do something so big. It was so, it was such a huge faith decision. It, I was on such a high because what we, what we were able to accomplish for God on, at, in each city. And then on top of that, he loved me so much. He honored my yes so much. He gave me the desires of my heart. And it's not about the money, but it's about the fact that God knew that that was my goal. He knew that this is what I wanted. This was what I wanted financially for my business. Well, the next step at least, cause I still have other goals, but that was the next step for me financially was I wanted to have this six, six, six figure business. And so the fact that he saw, he recognized that in me, he saw my sacrifices. He saw my obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. He saw my obedience. He saw my commitment. He saw my heart. He gave me that desire of my heart. And then he also, um, gave me a child. Because at that point, I had a hard time, and I'll tell my story eventually. And 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 I know he's calling me to do some things in that motherhood area. And so when he releases me too, I have a lot that he's been speaking to me about. But up until that point, I had been trying to have a child. I've been believing in God for a child. It it, it was not the story was not working out for me. And even in the midst of all of that, still coming on a podcast and speaking every week, still coming on a podcast and doing what he tells me to do, still going on tour, still doing all of these things, having negative pregnancy tests, but still gotta go and preach to these people, encourage them when I ain't have enough courage for myself. I'm not gonna get emotional on this show. Let me let me rhyme back, rhyme back. Cause I'm literally about to cry right now as I'm, as I'm explaining this, because that obedience is so hard. Getting on board with God's plan can be so hard. It could be so emotionally draining, especially when you're called to the masses. And so many of us want to be called, but we don't understand it. It's the preparation season that, that makes us able to handle that. If God hadn't prepared me in private, I wouldn't have had the emotional maturity or the spiritual maturity to be so hurt because something that was such a huge desire of my heart wasn't happening for me, but I still had to go out and tell everybody how good God is. And I still had to tell my flesh that God is still good, even though this hasn't happened for me yet. And no matter how obedient I've been, that if it hasn't happened, God is still going to fulfill his promise to me. I had to continue to tell my flesh that. So at the end of this huge leap of faith of going on this tour to come back home and to have my financial goals met when I wasn't even paying attention to it and to also be pregnant with uh, the child that God promised me, it was like, who wouldn't love, who wouldn't serve a God like that? Who wouldn't love a God like that? I could never compromise my faith because of what he's done for me. I know the times I've been on my face many a times in tears, in, in tears, in tears, 
broken, but still picked myself back up and made a decision to follow God and continue to trust him. Even when it felt like trusting him was causing everything to fall apart. And so I'm, I'm being vulnerable in these things with you guys right now, because there are a lot of you. And I said this last week, there are a lot of you who may be willing, ready to give up on a preparation season, but God is telling you to, to do not grow weary in doing the right thing. Whew. Sorry to interrupt you guys. We got to pay this bill real quick and then we'll get right back into the show. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. I've been talking to you guys about how important it is for me now to hire people and to have help in my business because I just can't do it all anymore. I have to have good people on board helping out and really serving the business with their gifts. But honestly, hiring can be very, very challenging. It's hard to find the right candidate. A lot of times it takes forever to find the right candidate. It might be too many applications to go through, but ZipRecruiter makes it so, so, so easy. And if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash bless, you could find out all the amazing ways that you could use them to help you with your hiring processes. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they don't even stop right there, y'all. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply for your job. And right now, to try ZipRecruiter for free, my listeners, that mean y'all, can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. That's ZipRecruiter dot com slash blessed b-l-e-s-s-e-d ziprecruiter dot com slash blessed ziprecruiter the smart way to hire let's get back to the show do not grow weary in doing the right thing Because if you endure, if you endure, you will get to that promise. You will see those things come to fruition. And also a lot of you guys, God is trying to to test you to see if your obedience comes with contingencies. If you're only obedient to him because you want the, the lifestyle, because you want the success, because you want the marriage, because you want the kids, that you're only being obedient so that you can get that thing and not being obedient because he's God and you want to please him. Because there are a lot of people that are in that space right now because we're in this whole little fake manifest your life stuff going on right now in the world where people think that they could just do whatever it is that they want or you could, or what's that word? We in this, this world of spiritual fluidity where people think that they can warp, manipulate, change, adjust who God is, who he says he is and what his word says to, says to fit something that's comfortable for you. And that ain't the way. That's not the way. The way is to follow God the way that he tells us to follow him, not do whatever it is that we think we think is right or we feel like we should be doing or we feel like makes the most sense. It ain't about us. It's about him. And he don't need to to prove to you that he's God. He don't need to prove to you that he's worthy of obeying. He sent his son to die on the cross for your sins way before you even got here, way before I even got here. So how dare I act like he... He owes me something (laughs) that he got to prove something for me to, to me, for me to obey him. No, that's crazy. But again, I believe there are some folks where he's trying to, to convince you, not convince you, but he's trying to, to assure you that obeying him is the way to go. And there's others where he's testing you to see if you really about this life. Or you just want the results of it. Or you just want the promises but without the obedience. No, 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 no. It, it don't work like that. You got to obey him. You have to follow him. And not just in, in what you do or your works or how many ministries you can volunteer for, but in your heart. Are you serving him? I woke up this morning. I could not sleep. It was like, I woke up at maybe like three something. And I was just like, up. So I decided to pray. And I was just really just praying and thanking God for all of the things that he's doing in my life. Like God is really like this year has been a year and, and God has really kept me and my family. I've gone through some things, um, on the just offline or whatever, um, that I haven't talked about yet. And God has really kept me through those things. Like God has really done a lot for me. 
And for me personally, it's just a, a thing that I have where I never want to stop being in awe of God. And so this morning as I was praying, I was just like, God, I, I just thank you so much for how much you love me, for everything you've brought me through. And he's been speaking to me so much about what's to come for me. And it's so big. And and I'm at the place now, and if I'm being honest, I don't feel small, if that makes sense. I don't feel intimidated by what God is showing me. I don't feel small compared to, like, the, I don't feel unqualified like I did before. I don't feel, like, timid. I don't feel shy. I don't feel, like, small, like I said, with the things that he's showing me. And even when I, I did my photo shoot, I told you guys about it and um, I did the vlog on my YouTube channel. So go to Tatum to me on YouTube to see the whole like behind the scenes with that. But as I was going through the pictures, my husband who my husband and I have been together for four years, we've been married for two. And so he's been around when from me quitting my job, I was already an entrepreneur when we met, but I was still working a nine to five. We met at work. And so he's been there really through all of this journey that I'm telling you guys about. And so as we were going through the pictures from the photo shoot, he was like, man, something looks different. You look different in this photo shoot. And I was like, and I was thinking the same thing. I'm looking through the pictures. I'm like, I look different. And that's just the, it's the confidence. And even the people who were, uh, my team, who's a part of the shoot was like, they kept calling it the new mom glow. They're like, you're glowing. It's that new mom glow. And I was like, whatever, don't, don't be trying to hype me up. Okay. But, um, when I was going through the pictures and looking, I'm like, that's the confident, that's confidence that I'm seeing. That's confidence in God. That's confidence and just a level of swag that I'm seeing in myself now that is has only come from going through the process of being prepared like that type of that glow that they were seeing that I would finally see when I was looking through the pictures that's from God that's from being battle tested that's from obeying in fear and obeying and feeling like what in the world is going to happen and then seeing just God's track record from not from my life, but in all of history, because he ain't never taken the L. So it's just, it was it's just a level of confidence that I was seeing in myself. And so as God is like speaking all of these things and showing me all of these things as far as what's next for me, I I it was just an amazing feeling to not be intimidated by it. And that's not in a way to like be arrogant or anything, but it's like look, God done brought me through a lot and I've seen what happens when I say yes to him. So these bigger yeses or the things that he's showing me aren't as big of a deal because I know based off of his track record that if I keep saying yes, it's going to work out. So it's those yeses become easier the more that you say them. <laughs> and somebody asked me recently because God is calling her to speak more and to be a, um, a mouthpiece and, and he has her really, he's really been using her in ways that she's uncomfortable. And she was like, Tatum, like, did you, do you ever feel like nervous about what God is calling you to and how he's using you? Like, I feel so nervous right now. And I was like, yeah, in the beginning I was nervous. And especially when it came to changing the podcast around and stuff like that, I was so scared. I was so nervous. But one thing I've known, like I said, is the more yeses that you say, the less nervous you become and the more confident you become, the more things that you go through and you realize that you could walk through the fire and that you won't get burned. You'll be like, oh, wow. If I just stay at his feet, if I just continue to obey him, if I just continue to tell my flesh that we following God, no matter how you feel about it, like it gets easier over time. There's going to be bigger yeses to give, but just that confidence, that God given confidence is just something that I've experienced lately. And it's, is really the, it's the result of the process though, the preparation. I, and I'm explaining this to you because I want you guys that are in the season where you're preparing for stuff and you're not sure how it's all going to, to pan out. I want to just communicate with you how it, it has really groomed me 
because I want you to stay the course and allow God to groom you too. allow him to perfect all things that's concerning you as well. This episode is brought to you by Candid. It's been a rough last few months and for many, there hasn't been a whole lot to smile about, but I know for me, I feel that things are getting a lot better and there have been a lot for me to smile about. Of course, having my baby, I, I feel like my family is a lot more closer together. Um, the weather is good. So I've been out on like some amazing walks right now, just being able to find new creative ways to enjoy life. And those things have been making me really happy lately. If you've been wanting to smile a lot, but not really happy with your smile, my friends over at Candid can help. Candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible, unlike wire braces. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. The average candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs an average of 50% less than Invisalign. I had braces, you guys, and let me tell you, they were wire and they hurt and they were ugly. I wish I had known about Candid back when I had them. If you're ready to take the first step towards getting a dream smile that you can't wait to show off, get started today from the comfort of your own home with Candid's risk-free starter kit and $75 off. Go to candidco.com slash blessed and use code blessed. That's candidco.com slash blessed code blessed for your risk-free starter kit and $75 off candidco.com slash blessed use code blessed. Let's get back to the show. And so again, this morning, as I was praying, I I was like, God, I, I don't want to mess this up. I don't care. Like God, all the stuff you've been saying to me is so great. You know, you've been showing me so much. I've been through a lot um, and you just keep blessing me and the things that you have next for me are like huge. But God, I don't want it with anything without you. I don't want anything without you. I got this whole millionaire before 30 thing going on. And that's always been a goal of mine. And I know it's in God's will for me. But God, I don't want a cent without you at all. I don't, I, I want when, just same way when I made the hundred thousand, I want when I make the million to not even realize it because I'm just so, I'm so in the middle of my obedience to you. I'm not even checking the scoreboard that I'm so committed to your plan and your process for me that I'm not even stopping to look, to see how, to see like how close I am to the, I'm not even worried about that. I'm focused on you. I want to be so fixated on your face that I don't even realize that these things are going on because that was such a beautiful place for me to be in. So fixated and being obedient to God, such in a, in a place. So in awe of God that I didn't even realize the money came. It's, it was, I hope y'all are hearing my heart here because it's such a peace. And like I said, such a confidence and a beauty of being just so caught up in God's love and in serving him and wanting to please him that the stuff that you worried about right now don't even matter that you the the husband just walk into the grocery store while you minding your business listening to your worship music and just so in awe of God that he just walk up to you in the, the ice cream aisle oh no <laughs> he just walk up to you and here it is you weren't even looking for him you wasn't even paying attention or whatever you're believing in God for Whatever it is that you're believing in God for, I, I pray that you are so just soaking in God's presence so much that you don't even realize that the thing that was once such a big deal to you is there. It's such a, it's such a beautiful place to be in. And I want that for everybody. I want that for all of you guys who are listening. So this has been the longest intro of life, <laughs> but that's what happens every time I get on this show before I hit record, I pray and I say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Put your hand over my mouth like you did, Jeremiah, and put the words. Give me the words. I want you to speak. I don't want to say nothing. I just want to say what it is that you want me to say. 
And I want to speak how you want me to speak. And if I got to stay on a topic longer, then that's just what we're going to do. If I got to skip over something and I talk about it at all, that's what we're going to do too. But I want it to be 100% Holy Spirit led. That's the sweet sauce, so to speak. Uh, that's the supernatural sauce <laughs> of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is just that it's a Holy Spirit thing. And it's not a me thing at all. So going back to the points, how to prepare for what you want before you get it. Last week, we talked about point number one, identify where it is you want to be and double check whose plan it is. Point number two was count the cost. So go back to last week's episode if you missed it to to hear about those two. Point number three, which is a very simple point, is to set a deadline and work backwards with your plan. Whatever it is that your goal is, that you've double checked that it's a God thing, set a deadline and work backwards. If you want to write a book in the next 30 days, how many words do you need to write for your book? Let's say it's it's 60,000 words. Divide that by 30 and that's how many words you need to write a day. You need to set aside time to understand um, or to write those words every single day. One of the most underrated thing that I think that um, we don't prioritize enough when it comes to productivity is understanding how long it takes us to do stuff. So you should know how long it is so funny. We got real deep earlier that we going straight into business. That's less than bossed up, (laughs) but, um, you need to know how long it takes you to do things. So if you're writing a book and you've done your calculations, you set the deadline, you work backwards, you know, you need to write, let's say a thousand words. I know that's not the right number y'all, but I'm, I don't feel like doing no math right now. Um, let's say you got to write a thousand words a day, then you need to cut a timer on, on your phone. It's very simple. Cut a timer on, on your phone, write a thousand words straight. After you finish writing those a thousand words, look at what the timer says, how long it took you to do that. If it took you 30 minutes to do that, now, you know, if you want to write a thousand words a day, you need to set aside 30 minutes because that's how long it takes you to do it. If you want to write 2000 words, set aside an hour. Now, because you have this extra piece of data, you can start planning strategically to get that goal done. So whatever it is that your goal, uh, whatever goal that you have, set the deadline and then work backwards. So, and it allows you to just take that bigger goal and break it down into smaller actionable steps. It's really not that much deeper than that. Also something else I I believe that a lot of us need to do more often is to make sure that when you are setting these goals and you're creating the plans and, and coming up with your schedules and all of that, make sure you have some KPIs in there. A KPI is a key performance indicator. The biggest, one of the biggest things you can do to waste time is to wait till you're finished something to measure if it was successful or not, if that makes sense. So don't wait until the task is over to know if you were are on track to meet your goal or if you've met your goal. Don't wait until the goal isn't met and then you got to go back and kind of rework it because you done, it's 30 days and now the book isn't done and you got to basically start all over again. A key performance indicator is you adding in something that lets you know that you're on the right track. So if you are writing um, a thousand words a day, so to speak, a key KPI is at the end of the week, you should have 7,000 words. That means that you're on track to reach your goal. If you have 5,000 words done, 4,000 words done, then something is wrong. You're not meeting those goals. So you need to go ahead and make some type of adjustment so that you could get on track. Maybe that 30 minutes isn't working. If you do it in the afternoon, you need to take that 30 minutes and add it to the first thing in the morning so that, and see if that works. But anything is about testing and we're actually going to get to that in a second, but just make sure that again, you have those key performance indicators when you're preparing and and making these plans and things of that nature. When I even got into entrepreneurship, I knew I didn't have a hard deadline for this because I just, it wasn't something I was rushing into. But like I told you guys last week, I knew I wanted to have the husband, the, the the family. I knew I wanted these things and I knew that these things were going to require time. So as I was building my business, even as I pivoted and God shut me down and set it back up and gave me a new vision and all of these things, 
I always kept in mind that passive income needs to be a huge part of my business because when I have my family, I want to be able to spend time with them. I want to be able to shut it down and and, and see my son's or my child, because I know I was going to have a son, but my child's milestones. I want to be able to cook dinner for my family. I want to talk to my husband and not just be passing each other in the house. So in order for me to do that while still achieving the level of business success that I wanted, I needed to have passive income. And so it was really, really big for me in any business that I've built is having passive income. And the way I measured that success is my, my KPIs was how much do I have to work to reach my goals? And if I have to work a lot in order to sustain or in order to grow, then that means that I'm not on track the way that I need to uh, to be ready for this family that I want because my business now is is taking too much of my time. And that's okay for a season. We all want to have seasons where it, we're going to have to really dedicate a lot to it, especially in the beginning. That's why I'm grateful I didn't have a family when I started out because I could do a lot of the stuff that I, won't, I don't have the time to do now. And I put a lot of that in early on. Um, but a KPI for me is how much time am, do I have to show up all the time for things to get done in my business? And if that's the case, I need to figure out how to make that not the case so that I can um, eventually, it was like I said, I didn't have a set deadline. I was in no rush, but I can eventually be able to dedicate time to my family. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. On today's episode, we're talking a lot about preparing for what you want. And a great way to prepare for what you want is making sure that you're refining the skills that are necessary to maintain what it is that you're believing for. And Skillshare is an excellent way for you to do that. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. These lessons can help you stay inspired, express yourself, and introduce you to a community of millions. Y'all know know I love Skillshare. There's a class on Skillshare for absolutely everything. So whenever I want to refine any existing skills that I have, so I've talked a lot about taking that productivity course and um, brushing up on my time management skills. But right now I've been really into just doing new things in my house. And so if if I want to learn about interior decorating, there's a class on Skillshare about that. So whatever it is that I want to fine tune or something new I want to learn, Y'all know I've been endorsing them for a while. I love me some Skillshare. Skillshare offers membership with meaning. So with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real, actual growth. And of course, in the climate that we're in right now, it just makes it so much more convenient that you have access to all of these classes from the comfort of your own home. Explore your creativity and get two months of free premium membership at Skillshare.com slash blessed. That's two entire months, you guys, of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started today and join by heading to Skillshare.com slash blessed. That's two free months, y'all, of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash blessed. Let's finish off the show. So that was point number three. Pretty simple. It's probably the most simple point that I've given you is just set a deadline and work backwards with your plan. Um, And then make sure you have those key performance indicators in there so that you're adjusting as you're going along and not waiting until the end. It just wastes more time. The last point, you guys, is test before you launch. So when you're preparing for what you want before you get it, test before you launch. This is not just in business. This is personal as well. And this is probably the best secret to success that I can give you guys. One thing that I do with every area of my life that works very, very well for me is that I test everything before I launch. Everything that happens in my business before I put it up for sale, it has been tested. When I started Anchor Media, before I took on clients, I worked on other podcasts. So uh, Tish, one of my good girlfriends, of the refill podcast, I helped her develop the concept for her new show because she had a, a podcast called Views from a Views of a Dreamer, I think, some years ago. And so she was coming out with a new 
uh, podcast where she was the host and not just doing interviews and to support the new direction that she was going in. And so I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to test this uh this process before I launch it to the public with Anchor Media. And so that's what I did. I tested with her and worked out the kinks of the process. I got some really amazing results, found out what worked, what didn't, found out how I needed to change my process a little bit and worked out all the kinks before even launching the business. So then by the time that service within the business is launched, I now have a success story. With the other show that I developed, The Fashionpreneur Diaries with Anchor Media, I did her show for six months for free. I said, look, Jess, I, I I believe that a podcast is greatly going to benefit your business. Um, I want to develop it for you. I want to add, I want to handle the full cycle of your podcast. I'm going to come up with the idea for the show. I'm going to come up with the segments. I'm going to come up with every single thing. All you need to do, I'm going to edit it, produce it, everything. All you need to do is show up and talk. And she was like, okay. And I said, and I said I'm going to do it for free for six months. And she said, say less, <laughs> say no more, let's do it. And so we went through that process. We developed her show from scratch and like everything, everything from scratch we did um, for that show. And the show is has been extremely successful. We just paused on season two because of COVID, but everything has been very, very successful with her show. She reached uh, I think the first season, I can't even remember the numbers right now, but I think it was like maybe the first couple months, it was like 30 something thousand listeners, a show from nothing to 30,000, 30,000 plus listeners within the first few months. Um, she charted in Apple podcast within the first week when she launched, she charted like it was, we did so much with that show, but I also learned some lessons as far as like what I can now do differently with podcasters, what I could add to podcasts, just further developing my own policies and procedures and systems and things of that nature. So that when I'm developing shows now for other people um, outside of those two clients, I'm ready to launch it. And then even so, once we did season two for her podcast, because we did season one for free. So now season two of her podcast, she's a paid client. It's a no brainer because we've proven ourselves to her and I've proven the process can be duplicated because it wasn't enough for me for blessed and bossed up to be the only success story. If you can't duplicate your process and make somebody else successful, then something's wrong. Like I, I'm not trying to be a one hit wonder out here. Like I, I don't want blessed and bossed up to be the only podcast. That's great. I want every podcast that God has his hands on that. I have the pleasure of helping to be successful. And we've done that with anchor media. Like we we've done that. So many shows have come through our retreats and charted. So many shows have gone from making a, um, a couple hundred dollars to thousands of dollars a month by implementing the things that we've taught them. So our receipts are real, but it's because we took the time to um, test the business processes before launching them to the public. And so that's a secret, not so secret to my success that I really want to share with you guys in business is I test everything before I launch it. Everything. And there are a lot of you guys who want to create programs and products and things like that. Test it before you launch it. Find somebody who is your target audience. If you're a coach and let's say you're coaching people to um, lose weight, find somebody who is in your target audience and say, hey, can I test my program out on you for six months for free because I want data for my program. Um, I, I would love a testimonial uh, once we get to the end of this. And then that way you can learn with them. You can make your mistakes privately. So if they're not losing weight, you could be like, okay, well, what's the problem? Why are you not losing weight? How can I better serve you to help you lose the weight? Is it the eating is off? So how can I now break down your meal plan so they're a lot easier for you to follow? Oh, maybe I should add a service where I'm doing the meal prep for them because then I could cook the meals and deliver it to them. Now I know she eating healthy because I, I made it. So whatever it is that you need to add to it, you find those things out or whatever you need to take away. Maybe you were doing too much and it was just so much for them. They weren't able to follow it. Uh, just work, you work those kinks out in private when you are testing things before you launch it. So by the time you introduce it to the public, 
you have success stories, you have a proven system that works. You, uh, it's now it's not like, oh, I lost a hundred pounds. So that automatically qualifies me. It's I've created a system that can be duplicated and I've proven that it is able to be duplicated by this person's success, by that person's success. So now it's a no brainer for someone to invest in you. One with our going back to the even with um our retreats that we do for podcasters, we have one coming up. So I'm going to be announcing the 2021 date soon. I'm really excited about that. With our retreats, our retreats sell out every time. The first one sold out in a few days. The second one sold out a few days after that because we did them back to back. And this one that we have coming up in November sold out in less than 24 hours. And I know that the process that we get to easily selling out events like that, that's not, uh, that's not an easy thing to do. So the fact that we're able to do that is because of the way that I tested things on the back end and develop systems. The best thing you can do in your business is develop a system that can be duplicated. So while you're in that season where you're preparing for what you want and you're preparing for whatever is next in your business, and you've already verified that it's a God thing and not a you thing, focus on developing some systems in your business that can be duplicated. If I want to do another retreat tomorrow, I can easily do it. I know exactly what needs to happen. And I know for a very, it's a very good chance that it's going to sell out because the system works. Even personally testing stuff out works. Before I came back from maternity leave, the week before I came back, I tested out my new schedule to see if I what adjustments I needed to make so that once I'm officially back from maternity leave, my schedule goes a lot smoother. I've never been a mom before. I don't know, like it's a lot of unknowns for me that I'm not gonna figure out until it just happens. And so testing my schedule has been very, very, it was beneficial for me, but it's something that I continue to perfect. So one thing I realized with like cooking throughout the week just does not work. Because I wake up at six, my husband is on like night duty with the baby. I wake up at six, I go grab the baby, I play with him. If he's up, if he's asleep, I try to read or do something productive. Sometimes I just watch TV. Sometimes I fall back asleep. But I have the baby, um, I work out at 8 a.m. three days a week. So once the workout is done, well, before the workout, I get the baby dressed um, and ready to go. I do my workout. Then I get myself dressed after the workout. I grab the baby. He's off to daycare. After I drop him off at, with my mom for daycare, I go to my office and I have a very short period of time where I work. So not very short, but it's short, a lot shorter than it was before I had a baby. So I get to my office. I work, I get to my office between like 11, like maybe 11 something. By five, I got to be ready to go because I got to get back home. I'm not cooking because I realized coming back home from from work at five and then cooking was way too much for me. So now, but I still have to be back home at a certain time because I want to spend time with my family. I'm not strolling in the house at 10 o'clock at night because I want to be all bossed up. And then no, I done missed my son done said mommy and I wasn't here. Like, you know, I don't want, I don't want that. So, um, if when I tested my schedule, I realized that cooking that it just didn't during the week, it just was not working. I was way too tired. I'm going to be tired regardless, but I was way more tired then. And it was just too much. I, I couldn't keep up with my health goals that way because I was so hungry and tired. I just wanted to eat whatever, as opposed to taking my time and cooking something that is helpful and beneficial for my body. So I was like, okay, when I was testing it out, all right, that doesn't work. So now Sundays I need to start meal planning. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, follow me at Tatum Tamia on Instagram, I show on Sundays what I'm cooking and so what I realized with that is I usually cook I started cooking like two meals on Sundays and then whatever I'm eating for lunch that week and so um what I realized though is by like Wednesday I'm over whatever I cooked Sunday <laughs> so whatever I cook got to be done by Wednesday and it's time to eat something to do so a new thing I started doing is cooking three things on Sunday because now I have more of a variety that I like and I'm less tempted to go and buy something. Even when it comes to marriage stuff, you know, I had to check in with my husband before, as I was testing out my schedule, I realized I ain't really add that much time to be a wife. And so I was like, you know, babe, like what, what do you need from me? And thinking about me, what do I want for my marriage? What do I need for my marriage? And so what I realized is that going to the office every day isn't going to work because thank God we have childcare. So that means 
that we have time during the day because my husband is teleworking indefinitely because of COVID where we have time during the day where we can be together baby free. So one of these days, sis, you need to stay home from the office so that you could be with your man. You know what I mean? And y'all could do your thing during the day while the baby not home. (laughs) And so testing that schedule out really, really helps. And I was able to make adjustments that needed to be made and understanding what my new normal looks like now as a mom. That's why making hiring decisions was very important for me so that the business could still grow. But again, testing out the schedule beforehand allowed me to work out a lot of kinks before I got back to working in my business full time. And I'm still working out kinks. Like every Thursday, this month of August, I have been fasting every Thursday because, um, I just really wanted to, like, I I know where God is moving me to. And I wanted to just, before I even got there, just made sure that I fasted. I turned down my plate and I really sat at his feet to see how he wants me to move in this season and what it is he needs for me to do. There's some things that I've really been praying about um, personally that I've been fasting about, but I, I always fast to really just make sure that I'm staying at God's feet and I'm not getting ahead of myself or letting my life and my blessings control me as opposed to staying at the feet of the one who blessed me with these things. Um, and so on that day though, that on that Thursday, when I'm fasting, one of the things I do is say, God, how can I be better for the things that you've blessed me with? And God will tell me where I need to make adjustments and I make those adjustments and and I may do some things right. I may mess some stuff up and then I got to go back and, and continue to fix. It's an ongoing thing, but testing is extremely important in this season, like you guys, and not just in business, but in personal as well. So to recap, point number one, how to prepare for what you want before you get it. Identify where it is where you want to be and double check whose plan it is. Number two, count the cost. Number three, set a deadline and work backwards with your plan. Number four, test before launch. That's it. That's it, you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Follow the podcast page on Instagram, you guys, at Blessed and Bossed Up. We are really, really close to 10,000 followers. So go ahead and follow us and get us over the hump. We have some amazing things and content that we're about to be putting out that I'm really, really excited about. And um, yeah, that's it. Follow me as well at Tatum Tamia. I'm excited to show you guys more of my new life. And that's it. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. And I will talk to you next week.